Welcome to episode 35 of Your Routine Queen podcast. I am chuckling as I record this intro because of the beautiful synchronicity and full circle experience that you may not know unless I shared this right here before we jump into the interview. So today is an interview episode with Jennifer Greiner, and she is actually the individual who truly introduced me to human design. I would say six or seven months ago, as we were talking about bringing her in as a guest into my Align to Ignite program, which she was a beautiful, amazing guest. And so in this interview, we are going to be talking about human design, specifically about understanding your authority and how that can truly inform decision making and laying out a business that you love running, that you're like obsessed with running instead of it feeling like it's draining you or like you need to be someone that you're not in order to step into doing all the shoulds of business, right? And so it's full circle and beautiful because she introduced me to human design as we were starting to explore how we could bring her expertise into my program. I've been working more and more with it for my own design and my own business decision making. And actually, as of tonight, this episode is airing on a Tuesday. And tonight, I'm actually going to be stepping into uh, starting a human design reader certification program. So I will be bringing more and more content and support for my clients and students around human design. So I just wanted to share that we recorded this actually a couple months ago before it was even on my radar for me personally to dive more into this of how I can learn and support my clients and students. And it's just beautiful that this episode is coming out today. And then this evening, I step into the next level of me understanding and working with this. So it's a really magical episode. Jennifer Greiner is so well-spoken on this topic, whether human design is a new term to you or you're pretty deep into it, you're going to get some really great value out of what she shares. This is Chelsea Fournier, a.k.a. Your Routine Queen. I believe that every aspect of running an online business can be broken down into a routine or ritual that you can create, master, and either love or delegate to someone who does. I help lightworkers build or rebuild the foundation of an online business that will be able to scale to consistent 5K months, 10K months, and beyond. You too can run an online business for purpose and profit, helping your sole clients without putting yourself on the back burner. If you are a sensitive soul, an empath, a healer, a guide, and you want to make a huge impact but don't want to lose yourself in the process or subscribe to the hustle culture of most online marketers, I hope you stick around. Let's jump into this episode together. Welcome to this episode of Your Routine Queen podcast. It is an interview episode. And actually, if you have been following the podcast since the beginning, a repeat interview because there is always room for transformation and evolution. And so I have brought back Jennifer Greiner. She was actually on episode 10 talking more about boundaries and really relationships. And she's had some beautiful transformations in her own business and reason for us to kind of reconnect to support each other's audiences. And I know that today's topic is going to be one that so many listeners are curious about. It's going to be about human design and learning how authority and your decision making can really deepen your own trust with yourself and help you navigate life and business differently. So Jen calls herself a vitality coach. And I would rather hear in your own words, instead of me like reading something, Jen, I want to ask you, because I use the term signature transformation as what, you know, coaches and guides and lightworkers really build their entire business around. I know you've been doing a lot of great work on this. If you were to think like as a vitality coach, such a fun term, what do you want your signature transformation to be? What do you want to be known for as you grow this? Yes. Wonderful question. I definitely want to be known for helping women heal their relationships 
healing from those vicious cycles, those patterns that we are conditioned from childhood. So to heal those, to have the best healthy relationships, healthy boundaries, everything involved in relationships, communication, um, in across our life. So with our partners, with our friends, with our family, with our business, all of those different relationships that we have within our life. And so we're going to ask some questions around specifically today, human design, because I know this has been a huge, well, let's say journey or like just exploration for you and you're bringing it into your own work and into your own life. And so how did human design come into your life and like, what has it started to mean to you? Yeah. So I had been hearing about it. I was first introduced about two years ago. And before that I heard about it, it was kind of a, um, a term that was popping up in my community. And I I didn't know much about it. I knew there were these different types and it was kind of a a step above astrology and it had something to do with astrology. So a friend said, let's figure out what type you are. So we figured it out. I started my exploration into what it really meant to be a projector. That's my type, an emotional projector. So it's a beautiful journey to see an experiment with your human design to grow the awareness of what your energy actually feels like and what is really true to you versus what you're kind of just doing, going through the motions because of society. Yeah. Well, and what you said, like, because of society, I was just talking to a woman the other day who's also a projector and she's a sacral being. And she was saying, my whole life, I would say I'm making a decision based on my gut and people would be like, well, that's not the right way to do it. And she was like, once I realized what I'm hearing more and more is like, once I realized almost like giving yourself permission to just be okay with what is natural for you instead of fighting it. Do you feel that for yourself? Absolutely. Definitely for myself. And that's one of the pieces of feedback that I hear the most from people is, wow, now I actually have the permission to be myself. These are aspects of me that I've always noticed, but due to people's feedback, judgment, society, I've been trying to change that, or maybe I've gotten rid of that. All of this conditioning that happened to us throughout our lives could be, you know, one simple comment that conditions us or could be a whole, you know, we really got to work on this and change you type. Mm. So yeah, the permission to just be who you are in and of itself is one of the best gifts that I feel human Mm. design can give. And so I loved the other day um, you shared a post and it was the difference between allowing your mind and your body to like drive. I think it was like, if you're using your mind to figure out your life, you're doing it wrong. So what does that mean to you? What is doing it right? Yeah. So our mind is just a filter, you know, we get all this information through our crown comes in through the top. The mind kind of filters it. Are we going to do it? Are we not going to do it? Do we need to do this? And a lot of times we function from a place of the mind. We overthink. And, you know, I, I think throughout the, the pandemic, we've all seen, we overthink, we get anxious. Anxiety is yeah. a big problem. We can get yeah. depressed. And that's really just our mind, uh, us functioning from a place of our mind, which is not meant to be. We really need the whole flow. We need to bring it down into Mm. the body where almost all of us, except for the 4% that have an outer authority, everyone functions from the body. So we really need to come into our body to know 
how we function so that we can make the best decisions for ourselves. And that 4%, they still kind of check in with the body because their body is going to give them responses, but they're just more easily conditioned in the body. They're open and susceptible. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for them to discern what's theirs and what's not, what someone else's. So that's why it can be a little trickier for them to, to function from the body, but still. We all need to come back to the body. If you've done physical activity, if you've worked on yourself, you definitely know the body is where our our brain is and our gut, you know, all those pieces. Wow. And before I get into the next question, I actually just realized there might be some listeners who've never gotten there. Um, Is it called chart? It's called your chart, right? Yep. Your chart, your body graph. Yeah. Where is there a website that you like that generates it? If they were just saying like, hey, I want to see a visual of what this looks like. Where would you recommend people go? Yeah, I love to recommend the website myhumandesign.com. There are so many different websites, so many different places that you can generate your free chart. So, you know, if if you just want to pull it up and and see what the graph itself looks like, just Google free human design chart. You'll find it super easy. Um, You do need to put in your date of birth, your place of birth, and your exact time of birth. So yeah. do make sure that you know your exact time. I had to track down my birth certificate. <laughs> it's a little tricky. Um, and why I recommend using myhumandesign.com is because especially for beginners, yeah. she gives a good description of mm. each of the different pieces. So okay. you're not left saying, okay, I'm an emotional projector. What does that mean? What am I yeah. supposed to do with it? I see these numbers. I see these shapes. What does it mean? So she gives a little snippet and a paragraph right there on your chart. So that's why I like that one the best. Nice. Okay. And so if someone is listening to this, I was the same way. Like I had been seeing people share their Enneagram results and human design results. And it it just feels like there's, I would say there's a sense of people who truly desire more self-awareness, really diving into tools that fit them right now. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, oh, okay, it must be just another personality assessment or I don't, I didn't know what it was. And so if someone is either skeptical or just lumping it in as like another personality assessment, or maybe someone is like, I don't know if I feel comfortable looking at human design, maybe it goes against my beliefs. Like, how do you help someone just understand and get comfortable with stepping into looking at their human design? Yeah. So I always like to to start with saying that human design is a system. It is not a belief. It is something that is set. It does not change. So it is a system that combines the I Ching astrology, Kabbalah, the chakras, and quantum physics. So it's pretty set with what it is. Sure. It's, It's not spiritual. You can certainly use it for spiritual purposes, but it's mechanical, it's grounded, it's practical. And the best thing about it that I love is that it's an experiment. So you get it. I see see that word a lot in posts around human design and it makes it feel fun and light and like, let me see what that feels like to focus more on this, you know, aspect. And I'm just, I'm holding mine, mine up. I have my chart printed out and every time I learn something new, I just like jot down like, oh, this is the spleen center. This is, and every time I just keep it on my desk and I'm like exploring what it means. So it's not overwhelming to me. Yes. Because I have so much going on in life, but being like, oh, now that I heard that on a podcast or saw it on Jen's post, 
me just toy around with it. So that word experiment for me has been really fun. Yeah. And that's what I say when, whenever I teach these workshops where I go over the five types, all of the authorities, I really yeah. recommend you come back to your chart, come back to what you see when I'm talking about defined emotion centers. Well, if you have an undefined emotion center, don't listen to what I'm saying. Too much right now. Uh, yeah, because you don't need to be an expert in the whole process, just in you. <laughs> right. And That's to true. know that one spot, what it is, and, yeah. and to kind of feel into it. Does this yeah. resonate? Is this an, oh my God, I feel so seen, now I have permission? Yeah. Or is this, wow, this is not ringing true. I have this. I hear what she's saying, right. but I think I need to dig a little deeper, reflect, grow my self-awareness, see where I may have been conditioned in this yeah. area and see an experiment, you know, experiment is, is really like play, play yeah. with some deconditioning, yeah. play with the awareness and see what happens. Yeah. And so I know there's a lot of aspects of human design, you know, the chart has all the different centers and chart properties. And you're going to be coming in, and I'm so honored that you're going to be coming in as a guest expert in my Aligned Mindset category for my Aligned to Ignite student program. And we're going to specifically be talking about authority. And, you know, as you just said, you can go down a rabbit hole and learn everything all at once, or you can choose one. So we're going to spend a couple of minutes just really talking about the benefits of decision making. I know like just yesterday I was on a call with someone who was like, I have all these ideas and I don't know what to bring forward and should I be hiring a team? And and so when you think about the relationships even within your business and the decisions of how to work with clients, like there's so many decisions to run an online business, let's just be honest. And so how can understanding your authority and experimenting with it help you to start feeling more confident in your decision making? Yeah. So simply it takes the thinking out of it because we're not meant to function from our heads. So when we know what our authority is, like for you, you're a sacral authority. So when you know and get really used to practicing that awareness of what that authority feels like, discerning the uh uh-huh versus the uh uh-uh, then it becomes really clear. And because for sacral beings, it can happen really quickly, pretty, yeah, pretty instantaneous. Yeah. And if it doesn't, then that means it's probably a no or a not right now. Yep. So it's really important to grow that awareness to come back to your body. Your mind can, you know, think logically. And, yeah. Right. Your mind is so powerful. It can do all of these things. So no wonder we feel overwhelmed with making decisions. Yeah. But as soon as we can kind of ground ourselves, come into our body, really focus on that center where your authority lies mm-hmm. and utilize it the way that it's meant to be used, you'll have an answer really quickly and you'll yeah. feel really good about it. And the more that you trust this, the easier it becomes. And the more that you trust, okay, I, I know that's the right decision. I don't even yes. have to think about it. Wow. Yeah. I've been toying around. There's been some suggestions to me because I have the sacral authority that, you know, I do that. Mm-hmm, and mm, like the hum, uh, what feels like vibration or humming. And someone pointed that out as that being like kind of a characteristic or an expression of sacral decisions. And I was like, wait, doesn't everybody do that? And, and so now it's like, you know, I'm hyper aware of my husband is a projector. And so I listen um, and he has a different authority than me. And so we're getting to know each other's 
authentic answers. Like if he asks me a closed question, like yes or no, and I answer, I'm like, oh, that was a big yes. Oh, I leaned my body in. Interesting. Oh, that was a clear no. It took me a little bit to say it. So I've just been toy like experiment, right? Yeah. Trying to figure out, be not having paid attention to it all of my life. Like what does a real yes feel like in my body? What noises do I make? And realizing not everybody does the same thing. <laughs> no. And I was conditioned to do that. Oh, what is your gut response? You, you should be able to know in an instant, why can't you decide? And it's because I have a emotional authority. I need to ride the emotional wave. I need to wait 24 hours because I have to feel into it. And likely it's going to change depending where in my emotional wave I'm asked. Sure. It could be in the moment like, yes. But then the next day, a lot of times I'm like, oh, shoot that's really a no. And now like I already committed oh, I see. and then it creates this inner conflict in me because yeah. I was functioning as a sacral being, which I am not, I, I can't go with my gut. I have an yeah. open center. It's not my gut that I'm feeling. It's like yeah. someone else's. Oh, I see. And so how many types of authority are there? So depending on, on the type projectors, we have five different authorities. So projectors, while we're kind of lumped into the type of projectors, depending on the authority, we're very, very different. Okay. But altogether, most sacral beings, generators and manifesting generators have a sacral authority. Then half of people have an emotional authority. There's a splenic authority, self-projected ego, environmental that's the one that's the outer and then the the lunar authority for reflectors because they have no defined centers so they need to wait a whole lunar cycle to be able to decide decisions wow and so even just you know sometimes you have something presented to you as an opportunity and sometimes and i know you speak so well about boundaries as well from your past work it can feel almost like challenging to say can i sleep on it or you know to not be ready but i could imagine feeling a little bit more empowered in your position as an emotional being to say it's going to be best and so i almost need to set this boundary so it's i'm giving the best decision like that connection of that self-awareness to say almost to back up what you naturally want to do anyway yeah there there is a huge aspect of boundaries when it comes to human design um i will oh. be leading a, a workshop just about boundaries and human yeah. design coming in the near future so yeah it's really interesting to see especially when it comes to type and authority when we're managing our energy and functioning from an aligned place working to make the best decisions yeah. we really need to have some self boundaries because our conditioning can so easily take over yeah Well, and I'm so curious to see, so in Aligned to Ignite, the students, uh, there's already like a resounding yes that they care about learning about their own human design and understanding their authority and also their relationship to money through their human design. And so I'm so curious to see as someone running this program, if people are willing to share, you know, what their authority is, what their type is, because as a teacher, and a coach, I believe I'm going to be able to guide them more, like understanding, even though I'm not an expert, but to understand enough of, oh, you know, you're also a generator. You make your own energy. You're go, go, go. Like you're the one putting 20 hours in implementing this. Oh, you're a projector. Like I need to invite you in to share your testimonial and, and just to understand some of those little things. So as someone who's 
coaching or maybe even hiring? Like I know you've spoken about what does it look like to understand if you have a, a team or a virtual assistant or an employee? Like this really does tie into relationships everywhere, doesn't it? Absolutely. And that's why I've really been called down the road to, to help women exactly like you in the position yeah. that you just described yeah. in how to help your people through human design, how yeah. to understand human design so that you are not emotionally pushing people to go against their design mm. because that's what we've learned in society. You know, nobody's right, doing right. anything wrong. We, we just don't know any better. But when, like when you said, knowing that someone's a projector and knowing that you need to give them the recognition and invite them in, that is so different from how you would communicate with a generator. You know, you're going to ask them all the yes, no questions. You're going to come back to those sacral pieces. So it's, it's so important when it comes to helping people, just the difference that it can make. Yeah. And even just to pose like in a coaching session, if someone knows what, what their decision-making to say, like, it sounds like you need to sleep on that just to have some cues, you know, again, like someone like myself, who's not an expert in this, but to learn more is intriguing to me as a coach to be able to remind people to give themselves permission. You know, the course part of the program I'm teaching is called Decisions by Design. That's what I'm leading. And then the experts are coming in around mindset and strategy like yourself. And so even just the Decisions by Design, I want the emphasis of like design the business you want. And every single decision in business is going to be laying out the, hopefully the business that you want and you love running. Just like I know, like you get so lit up talking about the clients that you work with and the signature transformation. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you are just so clear on your purpose and your desire to help people that the rest of running an online business should just feel easier than it does right now? Are you a healer, empath, intuitive, or light worker? who's struggling to put all of the pieces together to design an online business around your knowledge, expertise, or gifts, I want you to know that you're not alone. And you're not alone and you can be supported in a community of others who are navigating this same process. If you have never looked into my online program, Aligned to Ignite, this is your personal invitation to come check it out. And if it's not open for enrollment right now, just take a second and join the wait list. If you've never heard me speak about it, Aligned to Ignite is my signature aligned offering. It is a premier group coaching container designed for intuitives, empaths, and lightworkers who want to build an aligned and sustainable online healing business without losing yourself in the process. You're going to be walked through my proven decisions by design framework of how to create and launch an offering that's going to call in your soul clients. You're going to have support from amazing top-notch aligned mindset guest experts, as well as access to some of the best of the best in all areas of strategy that could ignite your own strategy in your business. In addition, you get to go through this program with others who are just like you, caring so much about helping others and figuring out all the pieces to do this to create a purpose-driven and profitable online business. If you feel called to learn more, come over to chelseafournier.com slash aligned-to-ignite. The link will be right in the show notes so you can click right over there. Come join the wait list or if it's open for enrollment, check it out with an open mind. I do have a question for you. So within the 
program aligned to ignite i have six core values that i desire to infuse into every session every course every expert i'm bringing in and so i'm going to read the six values to you and i would love for you just to see which one kind of pings for you of, of what would draw you in or what you want more of in your life or business okay okay so the six core values are longevity discernment design spaciousness sustainability and safety as you hear those which one just stands out to you as something you want more of in your own life or your own business or you want to explore i would have to go with sustainability because mm -hmm. especially as an emotional projector i have yeah. been working a lot in this past year to grow my awareness of my energy of how i function sure. uh, which has been super helpful because in the past six months, I have not been burned out, which uh, is amazing for me yeah. because in the past I was functioning as a generator. I would burn out all the time. I see. So now that I, I have this awareness of my energy and I'm gaining more awareness of my emotional wave, yeah. I want that sustainability so that I can sustain my energy so that I can do all of the things that I want to do without burnout, without, um, you know, committing to things that aren't aligned. So to yeah. have that sustainability, really, I can just see a, a future of aligned divine vitality really yeah that all ties in together doesn't it <laughs> right it really does <laughs> and so i have a question for you because i know that you have hired out some support in different areas of your business in the past and so does sustainability to you feel like expanding your team so that work is happening without you or does sustainability feel like a different vision at this point no i have come to accept that in order for me to live a sustainable life, I yeah. have to have a team. I have yeah. to have people helping sure. me out because my zone of genius, especially as a projector is small. I'm a seer. I see, I want to help people through what yeah. I see for them. So I, I love client work. No one else can do the work that I do yeah. with my clients, but there's social media, there's right. website, there's marketing, there's business. I don't know much about those things. You know, sure. I've learned over the years, but I am not an expert, nor does it work with my design for me to devote time to things that don't light yeah. me up. Yeah. So I've had to hand those off. And when I hand those off, it mm. allows the space for my creativity, for my creation, for this yeah. magic, for me to rest so that I can be on with yeah. my clients and really yeah. use my superpowers for them. So absolutely hiring a team helps me be sustainable. Thank you for sharing that. Cause I know as sometimes it can be like as the solopreneur, great, it's good to know what I don't like doing, but I still have to do it. You know, and you kind of like feel like you just need to plow through. And I've been exploring like hiring, especially now that I'm understanding my sacral authority, like really following my gut to be like, it doesn't make sense based on the amount of money I know is coming in this month for me to hire someone, but doing it, trusting it, doing it, like having a really good relationship, finding the right person, and then poof it expands and all of a sudden there's more money coming in to support that person. And, and not that you want to like go into debt to hire a team, but I think understanding 
that's more about yourself can, can even help you understand when it's the right time to expand and to hire. Absolutely. And utilizing your authority, coming back yeah, to your body yeah. and seeing, is this decision right? Yeah. But I think even before that, it's, does this light me up? You know, yeah. manifesting generators, they can do it all. They have oh, the energy they can create. I mean, they are just a superhuman. Okay. The, the way that they function always amazes me. But a lot of times they lack focus and they beep up all around and they're in, in ways kind of wasting their energy sure. because they think, oh, I can do it. So I'm going to do it. But this doesn't light me up. So it can be draining. Yeah, so sure. really coming back to what lights me up, what is going to spark that excitement in me? Yeah. yeah. Because those things you probably don't want to hand off. You love doing them, do them. Yeah. But all the things that you're like, oh, I could take it or leave it or. I really don't want to do that. Yeah. Handing that off. So you have the time to devote to the things that do light you up is going yeah. to just fulfill your life so much more. Yeah. That's so cool. So I would love to hear you have recently, I wouldn't say rebranded, but just stepped into the next version of the support and the offerings that you bring. And so I would love to hear if you were to call in one result in 2022, we're recording this at the beginning of 2022 or early February. And so if you were to call in in the next year, one specific thing that would just totally light you up, make you super proud of the past year, what would that be in your business? Ooh, that's a very good question. I think I'd have to go with, with my program. With inner work, okay. um, I love the one-on-one -on -one work. I would love for that to be filled for, yeah. people, for women to know, to be talking about it, to be sharing it. Yep. And for me to, to be able to come to a place where I say, oh, I now have a wait list. Yeah. I need to devote my time to these specific number of clients. And when I have an opening, you know, I'll be able to bring them in. So I would love to be able to create a wait list to just really get the word out to be helping women in all the ways that we've talked about here, as well as the underlying, you know, I, I am a mental health therapist. So all the pieces that come into relationships, yeah, to really have that successful booming program. Call it in. And so it is. It's happening. Um, we're going to ch chat about routines because you're here on your Routine Queen podcast. And so I want to explore. This is like a two-part question. And we can do the fun, positive one first. So we're going to talk about routines. I want to hear from you one routine that you believe has truly served you in your business. And then the second is going to be an area of your life or business that you desire more routine, that having mm. that... In, like more um, habitual would feel really releasing. So let's start with the positive. What's one routine that you have honed that truly serves you right now? My morning routine involving yeah. meditation. That okay. is a non-negotiable. When I don't do it, I get started with work and I am all over the place. Yeah, I'm wow. not grounded. It yeah. does not serve me. It usually does not serve anyone else. Yeah. So I have learned that I have to have yeah. 10 minutes of grounding meditation every morning to start my day right. Well, you know what? 10 minutes. It's not that big of a commitment, but do you, do, even knowing it's non-negotiable, do you try to talk yourself out of it sometimes? Oh, all too often. Okay. <laughs> it's not just me. <laughs> I can do it tonight. Yes. Oh my God. I've tried that, putting it yeah. off. And yeah. let me tell you, I don't do it at night. 
and I do not have a very good day. So I've learned it has to happen in the morning for me. I have to hold myself accountable for it. And I, I, right, 10 minutes, I can make it happen. Right. Okay. I love that. And what is one area that maybe, and nobody, everybody that I ask this is like, I have to really tell you and be vulnerable. What's an area that just feels messy? Maybe that energy suck or that drain that you just wish you had more routine around. What is that for you? So for me, it's structure. I'm coming back to this this year. Last year, I was focusing more on feminine energy and going with the flow, but I got a little carried away with it because in my human design, look at the arrows, I'm a quad left. So my arrows point left, meaning I'm more masculine. I'm meant to function in structure. Structure serves me very well in my business. In life, I can be more feminine. You know, I can go with the flow. So my perfectionist- (laughs) is trying. Okay. <laughs> so with the structure that I need, just really setting that up for the day to know, boom, boom, boom. I have this, this, and this rather than, uh, maybe I need to do that. Maybe I need to do that because sure. then it doesn't happen because I'm going to be beep up and all over in my business. Yeah. So to really come back to that structured time yeah. Yeah. within the workday. Nice. And would that look like Are you a checklist person uh, going into your calendar and time blocking? Like what would an ideal structure feel like for you that would feel like, ah, I just get to complete my meditation, have my breakfast and now step in and know what to do. What would that look like for you? Do you think? I I like to think that that I know now, (laughs) not sure that I, you know, quite know exactly because I've tried so many different things for years, but I am absolutely a to-do list person. Yeah. So I need those to-do lists. And when I stop making them, that's when I'm, I sit down to work and I'm like, okay, you know, I I have time, I'm going to work. And then I'm like, well, what am I going to do? Totally. Yeah. When I have my to-do list, I'm like, bam, bam, bam. And as projectors, we're extremely efficient. So when I sit down, I can bust out my to-do list in no time. I can really do things in a lot less time than it takes other, other types. So as soon as I can set myself up for success, know what works for me in my day, listen to my body when enough is enough, you know, when I need to eat, when I need to take a break, those types of things. Because again, as projectors, we're really only meant to work three, four hours a day to manage our energy. This has been fascinating for me to hear because my husband is a projector and also, um, so what's fascinating in my program, the woman who's come in to help me run my community is a projector. Someone I'm collaborating with to help me to run a mastermind that's gonna be offered for students as like alumni is a manifesting generator. And it's just so fun seeing And gosh, what you just said about my projector, give her an assignment. And I'm like, is she going to get it done? Is she going to get it done? And then like, boom, it's all done in like an hour, you know, maybe towards the tail end of the deadline. It's like, oh, I just need to stop worrying about it because she's so efficient when she sits down to do things. And then for me as a generator, really seeing like I could go all day, but I need to listen to my body and tune in and take breaks to go like simple things. Just listening to your body like I'm hungry. I should go make a snack before I do the next thing. So many of us ignore that, right? Is it just me? <laughs> no. And, and that's where we're in our head. Our yeah. body is saying, take a break. You need yeah. this. Yeah. You need that. And our mind goes, oh, yeah, no, I, I can keep going. I have I'm so close on this project or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
Right. So our mind talks us out of it. So yeah. really, like if we could just, you know, put our mind on our desk to say yeah. like, hey, yeah. connect with my computer, you know, help me with work, but just have our bodies to say, okay, this is enough. Or you know what? This doesn't light me up. I'm going to hand this over to my VA or yeah. Ooh, this is really calling me today. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get yeah. it done. Wow. So yeah, wow. coming back to the body. So it really can just be that experiment and you know, even just asking a, yourself a question, I'm, I'm guessing of like, you know, how can I just honor what my body's needs are a little bit more today? Even if you don't dive into a ton of this, like how can I bring a little bit more awareness to what my body is guiding as opposed to my mind while you're learning about this maybe? Yes. Yeah. Coming back to that authority, just kind of playing with it. How, how might I check in with my authority today? Yeah. Yeah. And even our strategy too. Um, our strategy and our authority really go together. So just kind of keeping them in mind, maybe writing it on a post-it note, you know, on your computer, on your desk, so that you can be reminded of it just to check in, to to grow that awareness and practice. I love that. Well, thank you for being part of, uh, I would say the introducing team, uh, because there were multiple voices at the same time you and I started talking about this being like, I think you need to pay attention to this more. And so it's become part of my own journey for my own awareness and wanting to support my clients and my students. And I'm so excited to have you come into the program. And uh, if people want to follow you, which I highly encourage, please, please go follow Jen. Let us know Instagram, workshops, things coming up that people could keep on the radar to, to work more deeply with you. Absolutely. I'm on Instagram. That's where I hang out at the vital Jen. And I share on there, I have workshops coming up, one's next week. So I'm not sure that it'll be soon enough, but I do a human design workshop quarterly, if not more often. So definitely keep a lookout for those workshops and lots of information to share. I love connecting. I do have my program inner work where I help women one-on-one in a three-month container. Um, So let's connect. I, I love answering human design questions, chatting about it, just meeting and connecting with other amazing women. Well, thank you so much for being here on this interview and coming into the program. And I highly encourage, go follow Jen. If she's got some workshops coming up, check them out. Share her content. I end up sharing a lot of your content over to my stories because they so resonate with me. So go follow Jen, share what resonates with you, and reach out to her and say, hey, I heard you on the podcast so she knows where you're coming from. That would be really lovely. That would be awesome. awesome. Thank you for being here, Jen. I appreciate you. Thank you so much, Chelsea. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It really means a lot to me to have you part of this community. Make sure to tune in every Tuesday and subscribe to your Routine Queen podcast wherever you typically listen to podcasts so you don't miss out on any future episodes. Remember, routines and rituals are your friend and part of the path to the next level version of you that is already calling in the business and life that you desire and deserve. See you on the next one.